talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom, you get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong with Black Eyed <laughs> It just needs to come out. Just wait for it to come out. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales Podcast. I am your host, Moses Sorry, and with me to my left. Uh, well, with me to my right is my brother, Joss. Yeah, what's good? And finally, finally joining us after what seemed like fucking forever A is Mr. Time. Achi. Achi, welcome back, bro. Yeah. Glad Round to be back. We all fucking came back from the fucking gulag again. We did. We did. You we twice. Did. Yeah, me. Yeah, twice. Yeah. You twice. Oh. It was horrible. <laughs> bad times. Bad times. They really needed you back, huh? I guess. I guess. The gulag mystery, bro. <laughs> it's not the gulag without Wilder. You know huh? what? We haven't fucked with him in a bit. Let's let's try to fuck with him. It's only been a week. Yeah, right. it's fine. Yeah. It's good enough. You know, we were all sick. We all could have possibly died. We were on the brink of death. So like, fuck you. On our return, let's just talk about deadly. More death. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> deadly games. Yeah. We're gonna talk about games that can fucking kill you. And that's what today's topic is: deadly fucking games. Which is a topic, ironically, Hachi chose for us like Absolutely. fucking five months ago. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we're all good again. Yes, we're all, we're all back to you know we're all back to normal. We've been back for a few episodes, but mm-hmm, now you've been mm-hmm. back. I mean, you've been better. You've been good since we came back. But you, yeah. you know, you were doing your own thing. Yeah, you cool. were doing your own thing. You were busy online school. <laughs> yeah, he was busy. Uh, that's all I gotta say. Let's, yeah, let's get the show on the road. Um, so you know, just to let everyone know, you were sick too with the Rona, right? Yeah, I was. But you just got the sniffles, and you were good. Yeah, I got the 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 most minor, um. With symptoms, uh, but my dad was the one that got it the worst. Oh, your dad got it the worst. Yeah. And and how's he doing now? He's doing way better now compared to how I was. He's still he's still he's a little, going. Um, not so much anymore. Like the first like week after he said he was like, all right, I'm good. Like yeah. he was really feeling it, but then now he's he's oh. okay. Thankfully, right. he's back to work. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So like I mentioned, we're gonna be dealing with deadly games. And um, let's get right to it. So on this corner of the podcast, <laughs> we're, we're dealing with deadly games that are as low maintenance as possible to play. The only things that are needed is yourself and maybe a few friends. So up first on the list is a game, a very deadly game called Soggy Cookie. Soggy Cookie? Okay. So I'm going to start off the episode Bro. contradicting myself <laughs> off the bat. Because for this challenge, you're actually going to need a soggy cookie. A cookie. Okay. All right. So this is one of those speed run type of games. What? The challenge is that you and your friends, you know, you stand around a cookie. You guys know I'm playing around, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. sick fuck. Uh, <laughs> for, those, for, the, for those of you that do not know, just check out. Just go online and look up soggy cookie. <laughs> That's you a know game. what it is? Yes, I do. All right. Fucking I'm name. kidding. The, the game I'm talking about is called yeah, Light is deadly, though. Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. The risk level, low. Dick. The objective, levitate a friend. Oh. So when it comes to Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, the earliest mention of this game dates back to July 13th, 1665. 
in the diary of Royal Navy Admiral Samuel Pepsi. And in his diary, he's telling the story. A friend told him who claimed to have seen several children playing the game in France. So the friend described how with a single fucking flange each, four young girls were able to raise a young boy over their fucking heads while chanting a phrase. Oh. Do you want to hear this phrase? Let's see it. Right here. Is it scary? Is this another troll? No, that's the actual chant, but it's in French. Because they were in France. Yeah. The translated version is, Here is a dead body, stiff as a stick, cold as marble, light as a spirit. Lift yourself in the name of Jesus Christ. So that's the chant they were doing while they were lifting. And these are kids chanting kids. Four little girls fingering the dude yeah into the air i mean, I mean that's <laughs> wrong choice of words there I but um i don't know if that's translated the same way they're i using, mean they're using a he's finger not, he's not wrong he's not wrong they're using what? a finger to lift him up they're fingering the boy up into the air <laughs> so before before we get into how to play any of these fucking games i have to reiterate don't finger boys up in the air i mean you could do that you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> With cons- uh, as long as it's consensual, hey, you can do it. You can figure whoever the fuck you want. Hey, Archie, let me uh, figure you to the air, bro. All right, so come on. All right, so this is a warning for you, fucking junkyard sluts. The following information on this episode is again for informational comedic purposes only. We do not encourage or fucking insist. That you attempt any of these fucking games. Absolutely not. It's just for you to laugh and listen to and for shits and giggles. We are not held responsible if you somehow conjure up Exodia and kill your whole family. That's Arbalest Tormentor. So, with that being said, let's play with some demons, all right? Hell yeah. So, in order to play light as a feather, stiff as a board. You will need to follow these rules. Okay. Number one. Have fingers. You will need a group of five to six people. Five to six? Minimum? Or well, six I mean, being? More could join. General. But that's the sweet number. That's the sweet oh, okay, spot. Okay. Five to six. Five to six. Also, choose a quiet, dark place with a lot of floor space. You may choose to bring blankets or pillows to lay or sit on, as well as candles or matches. But for the most part, a dark, quiet room is all you need. Mm. Number two, block all the windows in the room. You cannot have any light from the outside bleed into the room. Move any furniture out of the way if you must. And you can turn on small candles if you'd like at this point. Just a little lights are okay. Not a huge amount yet. Three, choose the person in the group who you like the least and they'll be your levitator. (laughs) 
have Josh. them lie have them lie on their have them lie on their back on the floor they can lie on pillows or blankets as well you know if you want have them close their eyes and cross their arms across their chest kind of like dracula wait wait, wait, wait hold on you just say josh continue <laughs> you like me the least I want, I want to see where we're going. You, f- you're trying to fucking finger. I'm trying, I'm trying, trying to get finger me bro. in the air. I'm trying to get finger in the air, bro. The sacrifice should try and relax as much as possible. The sacrifice. I mean, the the levitator. <laughs> the <sacrifice. laughs> they cannot move from this position. Open their eyes or talk until the game is over. Ooh. Then you choose the smartest person of the group, and they'll be the guide. This person will be directing the whole show. So now, everyone sits around the levitator at specific spots. For example, if there are four lifters, the guide. So if you're playing five people game, one's the levitator. So there's four people. The guide will position a lifter at each of the levitator's shoulders and one next to each knee. So you can have one person next to each knee, one person next to each shoulder. If there are five or more players, for example, let's say five, the fifth person gets placed on top of the on top of the person's head. And if there's six, at the soles of their feet. Okay. That's why it's that's why it's better to have five or six is the sweet spot. Mm. And then number five. Now each lifter will slide their index and middle finger of both their hands underneath the levitator's body. So if you're standing next to his knee, you put index and your middle finger right beneath his knee. Shoulders, put on shoulders, head, behind, behind the head. Then, on the guide's signal, have the lifters attempt to lift the levitator into the air by just using their fingers. At this point, you see, nothing happens. You failed. You were supposed to. Right? So, start over from where you are still with your fingers underneath the levitator. Right? So, you're going to go back. Nothing happens. Go back to step number four. Okay. Except this time... The guide will begin a quiet chant. And this is this is a call and response kind of chant. So the guide says, she is looking ill. She is looking ill. She is looking ill. She is looking ill. Then eventually everybody should be repeating the phrase slowly and over it. Slowly over and over again. So, I, so the guy starts it. She's looking ill. She's looking ill. She is looking ill. She is looking ill. And then everyone's looking, looking ill. ill. She, she is, is looking ill. Ill. Right? Then when the guide feels the, the time is right. Let the body hit the. So then when the guide feels the time is right. Okay. They change the chant to. She's getting worse. She's getting worse. She's getting worse. Then again, everyone joins in. Uh-huh. And then when the guide feels that it's time to change, he switches it up again to. She is dying. She is dying. She is dying. She is dying. This is what freaking little girls are chanting. And these are kids. These are hey man, kids. Look, girls love horror horror movies, bro. Uh, actually, yes. They love they. They're all they're so, all to death. So again, the lifters should continue following the guide. Mm-hmm. She is dying. She is dying. And then finally, the chant changes to, she is dead. She is dead. She is dead. So everyone picks up the chant. Mm-hmm. Then when the guide feels right, he stops the chant and everyone else follows. He stops and everyone stops. Then a new chant begins. 
Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And again, the levitators follow the guide into chanting the exact same thing. As everyone is chanting, the guide should then indicate that it is time to lift the levitator. Do not stop chanting as you lift. Do not lose your focus as you're lifting. Chant and lift as if your life depended on it. Remember, chant and lift. And the levitator should rise. Then the guide will indicate when he, she feels they should, they should lower the levitator back to the ground. Do not stop chanting and keep speaking the words. Light as a feather stiff as a board light as a feather stiff as a board slowly and surely until your levitator is back down when he's been returned safely to the ground the guide and the lifter should fall silent and the guide then signals for everyone to remove their fingers from underneath the levitator's body turn off the candles open the curtains and turn on the lights the levitator may now speak but whether or not the levitator will ever be back to normal that's a whole different story what and that's how you play light as a feather stiff as a board apparently the levitator that's why i say you got to choose the person you like the least they usually go into some trance or spirit takes them over or mm -hmm. something happens so that's you know so talking cookie actually came out in a Disney Channel show. That fucking game? Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> now, the other game I'm talking about is the corner game. Oh. The corner game. So corners. To some, they are an anxiety-ridden directional possibility where one could get sniped by a fucking camper. Shit. Not careful. That is true. To others, it's their 9 to 5. But... They could also <laughs> be a sinister calling. As you, Josh? Only on the weekends. Okay. Only on the weekends. Okay. But they could also be a sinister calling card to some things. Oh. Like, for example, if you're brown like us and you speak Spanish, you all know about duendes or dwarfs oh. and how these little mischievous bastards love to hang out in the darkest corners of a room. Oh. If you're religious... Burying St. Benedict medals in the corners of your house is said to keep those inside the home safe from evil. So when it comes to the corner game, which is about contacting the other side, no one's really sure what the fuck the entity that this game calls for has anything to do with any of these old superstitions or not. But whatever the case may be, this fucking thing is not your friend. So again, the corner game, risk level, high. Ooh. Objective. Contact the creature that lurks in the corner of your room. Hell no. So, hey, how, so how to play? Hey, yo, bitch. <laughs> he answers and you're like, got him. <laughs> so this is how you play. All right. You must choose your spot. It must be a room with four walls, a floor, and a ceiling. And most importantly, it must have exactly four corners. So my room's shit out of luck. I have like nine. Yeah, I mean corners. You got one, two, three, four. I just, I, just have, I just have an extra corner. Just that one. Then choose your players. 
you'll need at least three. Minimum three. That's the minimum. Making a total, making the total number of players, including yourself, four. There could be more, but you okay. need at least three, including yourself. So it's four. Lastly, one of the players must be chosen to be the speaker. So then you start preparing your space. Make sure that the only people in the building, house, or wherever the fuck you're at are just the people playing the game. You can't be playing in your room during your during your cousin's quinceanera. Like, that's, that's not going to work. Uh, it has to be the house by itself with just you guys playing. Yes. That includes pets as well. You can't have your dog your with you. What? Kick your fucking parent out of the house. <laughs> so no pets or anybody <laughs> else must be inside. And then you turn off all the lights in the whole building. And the only room that should be lit is the room where you're going to play this game at. Step three. Now everyone must gather at the entrance of the room, but not go inside. Not just yet. And one at a time, as you, as you walk into the room, each player enters the room. They must say their name out loud three times. As you're walking in, Moses, Moses, Moses. Then once they're inside the room, they must remain silent. So the second you get in, you finish saying your name, shut the fuck up. <laughs> After everyone's in the room, you close the door, turn off the light. Everyone stays silent. No one is allowed to speak until the end of the game, except for the player that was selected to be the speaker, and even then, only in an emergency. So when the room is dark, each player must then be put into a corner of the room. Facing the wall, Blair Witch style. What does that mean? It's not good. You're just facing the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just facing the corner. Kind of like patient zero. When you see a zombie, patient oh, zero, okay. they're just in the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how everyone should be facing the corner. Facing the corner. With your wall to the center, of the, with your back to the center of the room. Got it. Okay. Each corner must be taken up. More than one person could share a corner, which I said you could have more players, but at least four must play. As, as long as all corners are taken up. When everyone's set and in their corner... The speaker counts to three, to which then all players must move clockwise to the next corner. Okay. So everyone moves. Players should not turn around or face the center of the room. Keep facing the wall as you move. Five, step five. After the first rotation, the speaker counts to three again. After the count, Everyone moves clockwise to the next corner. So you continue doing this until everyone has gotten the chance to occupy every corner in the room at least once. Okay. Then step six. To end the game, the speaker then tells the group to gather by the room's light switch. No one should turn around or face the center of the room. Not yet. Make sure you face the wall the whole time while you're trying to make your way to the fucking light switch. When everyone is gathered at the light switch, everyone should place their hand on the switch together then say your own name backwards three times. So if your name, for example, my name is Moises, I'm going to say Sesoim, 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 three times. Now you can turn on the lights. If everyone is present, you open door, you open the door and you exit the room. If everyone's present, if Where you made they it, go? <laughs> if you made it this far... Hey, where's Timmy? If you made it this far, the game is complete, and you can leave. But if not, you continue with the following. Remember, I keep telling you, the whole point, the whole time, do not 
keep looking at the wall. Some people might not look at the wall. Some people might want to turn around. Not look at the wall? I mean, keep looking at the wall huh. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Stare at the wall. Don't look at anything else but the wall and just keep making your way toward the light switch or from room to corner to corner. Yeah. Always have your back facing the center of the room. Some people don't listen. And that's what happens when people don't listen. Well, they get snatched. If you turn on the lights and the player is not there, then they, they just, then they disappeared. And this is a high possibility in the game. What? So if that's the case... The speaker should not tell the group they're going into emergency measures time. Turn off all the lights, face the wall, and follow these procedures. That's scary. Each player must speak their own name out loud backwards three times. Then turn to face the center of the room and press their backs up against the wall. The player nears the light switch, then turns on the lights. If done correctly, the missing player should reappear should reappear when the lights come back on. If when the lights turn on and of the people in the room and the number of people in the room is four and those people are all the original players, the speaker should indicate to the players to gather by the light switch and repeat step six. This is the key. This, this is the, the key clue. If there's the original four. Yeah, that's what... The, the, I was like, fuck, you pulled someone else that was lost in there? However... Okay. An additional figure who is not any of the players may be seen in the room. Hell no. Following the completion of the emergency measure. If you observe an additional figure in the room after, with you after completing step seven, do not speak to it. Do not acknowledge it. Just ignore it. Hey, yo, bitch. How, how, what does the figure look like? No one knows. Oh, shit. This is why. The speaker should indicate to the players to gather by the light switch and enact step six again. Making sure every, make sure not to speak to or address the additional figure at all at any point. If you are able to exit the room, close the door behind you, you might stay out of that room for a fucking while. Let's say, for example, you did it. Everyone's cool. The original, everything, everything went okay. You can leave the room. Just don't come back into this room for a long while. Cool. And if you do go back inside, you make sure the lights are on. Also, if a player has gone missing at any point and does not reappear after completing the emergency measures, there is no way you're able to complete the game and you'll always be caught in the loop. Always, forever. Forever. It's fucking Inception. Ooh. And that's the corner game. Nice. So I'm assuming you're only going to play this game with people you fucking trust and people that fucking listen. Because anyone else, you're going to get fucked. You're all fucked. Yeah. I'll be scared as shit if there's like some random person or thing or whatever just next to you. Like... Well, that's the thing. Like the This extra thing could... It will, and like you're not supposed to talk to it. Don't interact with it. But that doesn't mean it's not going to talk to you or interact with you. Right. Because you remember. So and one of the things, and there are ways for you because you're not allowed to speak, right? Yeah. Yeah. No one's allowed to speak. So only the only the speaker is allowed to speak. So I'm. Um, so there might be ways for you to figure out because like one of the things that's going to happen is people are going to get lost moving from one corner to the other. That's going to be the biggest thing, right? So I've you know so the so the the speaker goes one two three go yeah and everyone's supposed to move 
how do you know when you're moving? You know what I mean? How do you know when someone's done moving or when someone's done? Because everyone's supposed to stop and then you're supposed to, everyone's supposed to stop, wait, and then move again. Mm. And there's this rule and there's this thing going on that if you bump into someone, you are supposed to stop. If you bump into somebody, because like, you know, yeah, say you're going you to that corner. To to yeah, you have to wait for them to go to the next yeah. corner. And that's how people, that's how people, that's how people start getting lost because you might bump into someone or they, they, they're not moving and you might, they might be up against one wall. Yeah. You might be against the other, but you're still in the same corner. Yeah. And now there's an empty corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking, well, there, there has to be ways for you to contact someone. They just say you can't speak. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't make noises. So if you're going to move, have everyone be like, all right, Josh, you're going to start in corner one. I'll you're going to be corner two. Uh, someone my sister's gonna be corner three and then someone else is gonna be corner four mm. right so you're gonna be number one two three four yeah every time we move a corner knock on the wall so i'm so move everyone moves josh goes one so we know it's one yeah. and then corner two yeah and then corner three you know so we know everyone's in their corner and then you get to four you hear no fucking sound you're like oh my god well, that's that's the you hear that you're fucking- fucked that's what it is. Yeah, it's a crow. Okay. What? Yeah, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked, fucked, fucked. Oh my god. So what do you got, bro? All right. So before I start my segment, I want to put yet another disclaimer. Uh, because of what I'm gonna talk about is not for the faint of heart. Mm. Feel free to skip my segment if it comes triggering in any way, and if you're suffering suffering from mental health related issues ancestral have been dealing with depression or suicidal thoughts please 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 jot this number down 1-800-784-2433 and again 1-800-784-2433 or of course talk to your health provider and seek help asap so i, I, I can already tell actually it was gonna be very 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 lighthearted. Oh, yeah. So close. And so our thoughts and prayers go out to those families who have lost loved ones. And and, uh, the subject matter we talk about is strictly informational. And we just want to shed a light on the weird and the eerie. And if we do make jokes and if we do laugh, we're not laughing at the victims. We're not going to be, we're not poking jokes. We're just laughing at the situation that we are currently in. Absolutely. That being said. Man, the whole vibe just fucking changed here. What the fuck? You, so, guys, you guys didn't like me talking about soggy cookies, so now we got to talk about... No see, see one likes talking about soggy cookies. All right, so ready? No! <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not ready. So, I'm going to put you into perspective of how I heard about this first challenge. Fuck! All right, what? So, I remember one summer vacation, my family and I went to Mexico. And like any typical time, you know, spending with your cousins, we always talk about creepy shit that goes down. That's got. Now, if y'all remember two episodes ago, we talked about the boogeyman. And I mentioned this one creepy-looking bridge over the river. And, of course, my cousin doing their best to scare the shit out of me. And having me believe that El Cucuy lurks on the opposite side of the bridge at night. Or the screaming that we hear at night is actually the uh, Llorona actually crying for their kids. The fact that you hear screaming at night is even scarier. I'm thinking it's the Yorona. It didn't happen often, but we would hear that shit. You guys would actually. Yeah. I, I, I need a picture of this bridge. I'm picturing 
It's like think of it as like. Is there any way you can get a picture from somebody from over there? I Google think, Earth, I think, bro. I think I can find it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. We, I think we, we have pictures. <laughs> I. What a, you know how before I used to make a bunch of like videos and like little montage shits. And yeah, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That? yeah. Uh, in one of the clips, it was me crossing that bitch. So I'm gonna see if I can find it. Nah. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was in the broad daylight. I would never fucking go over there at night. Fuck yeah. that. Cause it's it's fucking pitch dark. There's there's like one light post in that corner before you start walking towards the bridge and everything past that is just hills. That's even worse. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, but it's like a, it's like you know it's like a typical brick, like red brick bridge with like like uh, cobblestone pavement in the middle. Oh, for sure it's haunted. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For sure it's haunted. So you know, this is the shit that I that I dealt with. Right? My cousins just change that picture, yeah. Because <laughs> now you're thinking about that. No, yeah, I swear, I, I, I seriously <laughs> saw something move in that fucking hallway. In that picture. I just want to hear. Yeah, I don't know if I blinked too quick or I don't know what the fuck happened, but I mean, change that fuck. Don't, don't don't make it worse. God damn it. Finding another uh, four corners. All right, go on. Yeah, fucking up. Well, on that note, however, uh, one time one of my other cousins, by the name of Chavo. Um, asked if I knew about this online challenge called La Ballena Azul. Oh. And so this translates to the blue well. And I asked if it was some sort of video game. And he responded, fuck no. <laughs> He's <laughs> insulted. This is not any game that you would ever want to play, he says. So when I asked why, he responded, it's because that if you beat the game, you die. And so the premise of the blue well challenge is to complete a serious of objectives of challenges 50 to be exact and you're to complete one challenge per day after completing each challenge you must send a photo to the game admin as proof that uh so that way you can move on to the next objective the next task okay now if you decide that you no longer want to play the game the game admin will threaten you by exposing your most hidden secrets on the internet and exposing them to the whole world. Okay. Fucking do it. Ain't nobody give a fuck about me. Do it, bro. Like, do <laughs> it, bro. Why? Other times, the game admin can even threaten your life or the life of your family and loved ones as well. You're like, jokes on you, motherfucker. That bead's gonna take me out before <laughs> you then. I'll suck a dick. So all, all in all, most of those taking the Blue Well Challenge have no choice but to complete the game. The Blue Well admins specifically prey on young teens, usually by the age between 10 to 18, who have been known to be more of the emotionally vulnerable groups. Mm. They usually send a general message asking if they like to play the game. If they accept, they have no choice but to complete it till the end, not knowing how deadly the challenges can become. The game has become so popular and widespread that schools sent out warnings to students and their parents to be aware of this challenge to stop anyone from playing it. If you were to do a Google search right now and type in Blue Well Challenge, the first top response that you'll see was ac- is actually the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Really? Mm-hmm. Do it? I'm going to put on the what? list, bro. What list? Hey. That, there's a, Let's watch them. They lied to us. It's a fucking BBC article. You type in Blue Well Challenge? I th- oh, I typed in the Blue Well. Maybe it's the Blue Well Challenge. Oh, 
That's what's a hotline. It's nowhere to be seen. I just like you're fucking up my segment. <laughs> maybe it's browser maybe, based. Maybe it got changed. I mean, maybe it was when it was at a tight. Right, probably. Yeah, because yeah, that was just articles probably. talking about the game. Yeah, because I when I researched this, this is when we were gonna do the freaking segment. Yeah, way back then. Yeah. Oh, side note, on Ooh. on top of this, um, since we've been remote, a lot of kids have been really fucking depressed, dude. A lot of kids been have been really feeling it, and so like, there has been a height of suicides happening, like to the point that school districts are monitoring mon- monitoring what the kids are searching, and red flagging those so that we could you know, find out what the hell is going on. Yeah, like, I have, you know, like, like I have a buddy who was telling me his daughter is 10, and she, they wanted a doctor, and she's clinically depressed already. Mm-hmm. And, and they want to start throwing pills at her. He's at like, fuck this. 10. She's 10. Yeah. Like, like he's like, fuck, you're not going to start my kid off fucking making her pop pills. I'm, I'm, I'm like, he's like, it's because they're just, they can't do anything. They can't go out. They just feel like they're always stuck at home. My sister's that way. Luckily, yeah. she has, like, her little things where, like, she has a little pockets where she comes to my room, plays GTA, yeah. or if she's like, like, not like feeling bummed out or something, we take her to Target, yeah. do something, or I buy, we buy her things online. So she has like those little moments where she has something to look forward to, and yeah. she's just not always in her head. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like we binged all of Harry Potter like in like three days, mm-hmm. like not, and not like like in a week. Yeah, you know, just trying to get her distracted. Yeah, but there, there were times where she would when it first started. Well, she would come to my room crying. She would be like, I can't take this. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. She's like, I can't hang out with my friends. I can't see anybody. Yeah. And I'm just like, country in her bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, jokes aside, like, yeah. it, it's 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 getting real. To, it's it's real and it's serious to the mm-hmm. point where some districts are thinking about just forcing schools open. Like at that point, because they're like, well, you know, are we going to take that risk? Should we, like, keep on holding them back and then seeing, you know, how it goes or, like, just, like, put them back? See, that's the part that sucks. They want to throw them in school now when kids are more at risk than, yeah. than it was at the beginning. Absolutely. So it's like, what what do you do? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, because when I searched the Blue Well Challenge and finding research for it, that was literally the first thing that popped up. And that's yeah. why I found it strange. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right. But it, I'm pretty sure it was because it was at, at its height. Like it was peak. like it was close to the end of the semester. Kids were already fed up and all that stuff. Yeah. So basically, this is a fucking serious ass game that um, has become so serious that Google is even offering help instead of, you know, giving you information, information. about playing the shitty challenge. And so the specific origins of the Blue Well game are unknown, but the first incident that brought it to light was actually back in uh, November 22nd, 2015, in Russia. A teenage girl by the name of Rina Palenkova took a selfie outside wearing a black scarf curving up most of her face while giving the middle finger to the camera. And the caption said, Naya, bye. And this was the last message that Rena posted before taking her own life the next day. So this is one of the first things that sparked kind of exposure to this challenge and a lot more kids and just young, young teenagers were, uh, were doing this. What was the one game that was the ghost game in our school where you had that little paper thing? No, we had that paper thing that you would ask Tim or ask somebody. It was mm. some dumbass name. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You had some spirit's name. Yeah. Like some, was it George? 
some George bullshit. Tim. And some some fucking accounting ass name. <laughs> fucking and, Bill. And you're supposed to like you ask a question and yeah. you, you fold it. Hey Bill, am I gonna get late today? Yeah. And you start doing shit and they're supposed to answer yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. It's like a fucking magic eight ball, but paper for it. Yeah, but yeah. ghetto style. Ghetto style? In the ghettos. Yeah. And now moving on to something very similar to that that happened recently, actually, was called the Momo Challenge. Oh. And so post Blue Well comes yet another self harming game. Right. Before you move to the, to the, the Momo, to, to the Momo to Challenge, the Momo. Yeah. does anybody know what the Blue Well challenges are? They vary, but some of the examples that I got, or like um, carve into your skin, yeah, carve into your skin. The, the picture of the blue well. Um, others are like watch freaking horror films at midnight by yourself, completely in the dark. And then obviously the, the final ones are like, you know, you creating a noose, hanging yourself, or like falling off from like a so whatever so and so style building or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, but reg- what whatever the challenges were. The admin that would give you those challenges know enough information about where you are that the challenges that you did were specific were specific to your area. Yeah. Damn. So don't fuck with the blue well, guys. Uh, like I was thinking, like in that moment when you're ten to eighteen, yeah. it might seem like the end of the world. But like the exposure secrets, what fucking secret are you can expose a, a ten year old uh. to the world that she she fucking still watch like like you know like oh. like what secret like when obviously when you're there at that point you think yeah. oh my god is I don't gonna, want them to know yeah I don't want them, you know yeah, but I mean yeah. but right now as I'm on there I'm like what fucking secret what are they gonna oh you fucking like I've like what, the, what he still plays with Pokemon toys like what yeah. like what do you like something that's that seems so far fetched to them at e- that age even if you even if it's something like weird yeah like. Like oh you like getting pissed on? It's like okay that's still that's still not worse than death. Yeah. Like all right you gonna tell people I like pissed on? Cool I'm gonna get some freaky bitches coming at me like oh let me piss on you and then, then you know that's it and then you're yeah. just like all right uh, this is good. It's gonna be R Kelly just. It's gonna be R Kelly's <laughs> what the fuck no. I'm sorry go back to your Momo challenge. The Momo challenge. <laughs> so this ha- uh, surfaced the internet in the summer of 2018, and the world became alerted of this new player in town, and of course her name was Momo. And Momo first started on a video and message app called WhatsApp. And so people would either text this number or the number would randomly text them saying that it was Momo. Momo asked if you would like to play a game with her. And as a reward for winning, you would actually get to meet Momo in person. The challenges are very similar to the Blue Well where you are asked to do a myriad of challenges. But before given the next task, you must send the photo or the video as proof that you have completed the current task. First of all, mild, sometimes strange, such as watching scary videos, but eventually turn dark and ill intention with the last challenge ending with either the life of someone or yourself. If you fail to succeed in completing the challenge, Momo will start threatening you by exposing your private information, much like the blue well, or attempting to cause serious harm to you or your family. Of course, those curious committed the challenge and reports all over the world were made about people causing harm to themselves. The challenge has been has has reached uh, in places such as the U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, Ireland, India, Luxembourg, Belgium, Iran, Pakistan, the Philippines, 
France, Indonesia, Brunei, Hong Kong, Spain, Portugal, Mexico, Colombia, Chile, Argentina, Brazil, and Australia. The police got a whiff of this and began to report media warnings alerting the public about this dangerous game. And of course, much like the Blue Well, schools all over the U.S. made alerts and notified parents about being vigilant of their kids' online usage so that way they don't play this game. However, instead of trying to prevent users from playing the game, now even more kids are curious yeah. about playing it. And reports were even made of Momo appearing randomly in kids' shows on YouTube and YouTube Kids randomly uh, exposing images of Momo that were uh, inserted in shows like Peppa Pig and in walkthrough video games such as Fortnite. And uh, the grand big booty Kim X, now X-West Kardashian, publicly urged YouTube to do something about this. And for YouTube, what Kim wants, Kim gets. YouTube went straight into deleting any and all videos that showed evidence of Momo. And actually, a lot of YouTubers had um, that had videos featuring Momo ended up getting demonetized for that same yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I remember that. And as far as much as I appreciate parents doing their job of actually parenting their kids and making sure they're up to no good when on social media, the challenge really was largely a hoax that turned into a widespread panic. The photo of Momo was actually a large sculpture created by Japanese horror artist Kisuki Asiwo. Uh, the sculpture was called Mother Bird and was put on display in Tokyo's Vanilla Gallery since 2016. When the artist heard about the challenge, he made a public report informing parents to let their kids know that the statue has been destroyed and that Momo was not going to hurt anyone anymore. Damn. Uh, there is not much information uh, that showed confirmed reports of kids actually conducting this challenge. And uh, people might have texted this number. The video clips of the uh, the Momo uh, images in uh, kids shows could be real, but we actually don't know if anyone really followed through. Those images of the Momo appearing on kids shows were videos on YouTube yeah. where people would implant the stretched face of Momo onto the... Yeah, onto yeah. to somewhere in the background. Yeah, yeah. Or, or 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 like they'll, they'll photo they'll like digitally add it to that face to someone's yeah. face in the show, and they'll do like a quick turnaround or something. Yeah, so the kids will be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, she's real. real. But like for like for sure, at least from with the reports that I've read, it did just mostly just traumatize about a bunch of kids. Yeah, it just scared yeah, them. It really just scared. Well, the look at the there. fucking image. Holy, yeah. <laughs> it's scaring me. There, there was like a, a a story that I read of like some mom that that like just heard about it and so he asked his her kid and the kid was just like you know all jolly and stuff and he asked her like hey do you know about the the momo challenge and, he just, and his face just changed and he started crying he became momo and then she and then she asked like what's wrong like what, what like what do you know he's like like i you know it's it's too horrible i can't tell you i'm like well you gotta tell me like you know you're crying over here bawling your eyes out like what's wrong he's like well I, I, I don't want to die like I hear that th that this Momo like stabs people to death and like I'm just really afraid and blah 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 so like more than anything it really just traumatized kids I think, well if you do your homework Momo can't bother you Fuck. you wash these dishes use it against <laughs> Momo <laughs> but yeah so this is like blue well but just like with a shit ton of fucking social media exposure that's fucked up yeah Momo likes dirty rooms anyways Moving on to the next one. This one isn't actually a challenge, but an actual app that you can download. 
Ooh. Free? Yes. So now the next game is a whole <laughs> lot less dangerous than the previous mentioned games. A lot less dangerous? A whole lot less dangerous. Okay, you can actually download this game from the App Store or Google Play for free. However, however, let me talk to you about this shit before you decide to possibly cause emotional distress to yourself. Too late. The game is called Miriam's Game. Miriam? Miriam's Game. It was created and developed in Dubai by Salman Al-Harabi. Oh, if it's Dubai, I ain't, I ain't fucking it. In 2017. And so the premise of this game is to follow a girl by the name of Miriam and to help her with a series of random tasks. Some quests are pretty eerie and you find yourself talking to ghosts and going to witches' homes. But most of her questions are actually pretty confusing. The game, after all, is written in, bo in broken English because it was translated directly from Arabic. So I'm not going to lie. This game is actually pretty freaky to play. And have cut and uh, have caused emotional distress to those who play it. So, like I mentioned, it's not for the faint of heart. There are many complaints of users getting anxiety from playing and having trouble sleeping from the nightmares they had from playing the game. The Dubai police even sent out a warning so people avoid playing this game. And many users are uh, actually asked the app stores to ban this game from being uh, downloaded ever again. And the uh, the um, actual creator was saying, because like the the when the, the Dubai police uh, sent out like a warning, they also mentioned like this game is using your personal information, like don't play it, like you know they're 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 using this information against you and stuff. Um, the creator is like, no, they're not. It's just asking you what your name is. You type in you know your name or a random name of your choice, and you just you know play this series of games and stuff. You know, you know the warnings that you were giving us, like what it causes anxiety. Cause uh -huh. everyone who's ever played Cuphead got those fucking. Oh, symptoms. absolutely. Probably Except even it worse. Just didn't look creepy. I mean, but you were you couldn't go to sleep because you were dreaming about that game. You're getting anxiety. This is like you're like four hours in with this fucking boss. You can't beat. You're mad. You're frustrated. I know that just from seeing you guys play it. It's so frustrating. Oh my gosh, I haven't, I, I haven't played it since. Whew. And I just downloaded it on my, on my Switch. <laughs> yeah, I stopped playing because I couldn't beat the second to last. Boss. Yeah. Uh, the, the fucking, the Diking. Yeah. yeah. You know you can throw fireballs in the game or something? Yeah. Right? Fireballs. Or you, like you could throw something, right? Like you could throw weapons or you could jump or... I mean, it's like a yeah. random amount of like... No, but what are the things you could do in the game as a character? You could parry, like parry? which is like, you could like front flip yeah. whatever, yeah, yeah. or you could jump, you could and dash. And have like a power... Are you talking mm -hmm. about like like the Hadouken like freaking power the shit? Projectiles that you could yeah. shoot out. Yeah, yeah. there it varies. Okay, there's right. like a straight one, and there's like a boomerang. Yeah, my yeah. sister had my sister was playing it for weeks, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, then she mm -hmm. found out that she could do all that shit. She was just running through the game, and she's like, "Wait, you could remember?" She's like, "Wait, you could jump? You could do this? You could do that?" Yeah, I'm like, "How fucking? She was doing how more impossibly hard did you make <laughs> this game?" It's, it's, it's a running. Running gun game, and she just runs. She was just, just running. Ran. She, run <laughs> she, <was just laughs> run she was like, "Oh, this makes it a lot easier." And then she got reinvigorated. She force gumped that shit. Yeah, she force gumped that shit. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah she, she, she used to play a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess she got stressed out. Well, I mean, I have the Xbox. She, she can't play. Yeah. No, but I haven't. Oh yeah. I mean, better know GTA. But sorry, continue. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, like, so the creator is like, you know. Wings the information. Yeah, we're not. Like, it's, it's literally just like, like this person asks you a question, you choose between what answers you want to answer, and then it takes it to that, like, quest or whatever. 
but it's like so random i saw a, a video of a youtuber like kind of just playing it just to see how it is and it's just so fucking random like and because it's all in broken english you're like what the fuck wait what 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 are they saying like i guess sure okay and you just answer the questions so you so you so at, so at some point you kind of interpreting what the things that yeah yeah and it just becomes kind of the, the, there's two versions so there there's one that happened in the very early stage and it was really short and then it was just that you know uh -huh. but the second one just became like <clears throat> it randomly long like you just go from task to task to task and there really is no point to you're just wasting yeah. your time yeah basically like she, like the, this youtuber was just doing it for like 20 minutes and you're like all right i think i'm I, i'm good like i don't <laughs> there's no need for me to go and then like was there anything dangerous about the game no, I mean, they just had, like, kind of disturbing images somehow, uh -huh. and, like, but it wasn't, like, gruesome. Like, watch, I, I actually downloaded it on my phone. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's a picture of this, of this like, little girl, and it's kind of, like, eerie, gothic-looking and stuff. And then eventually... So you played it? Uh, no, I never played it. I just downloaded it just so I could see if, what it looks like, and you can download it. And just, wow. just to verify that it is free, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, pay, it's a thirty dollar paywall. We'll Shit. play that while playing the Cuphead. Cuphead? No, the corner game. Oh fuck! You can't have any lights. Well, dim that shit, bro. You good? You can play um, uh, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. No, you can't because you got to be zoned in. You got to focus. That's true. You That's true. Focus. You got to focus my finger and the board into the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of focus, bro. <laughs> but yeah, that that was just really short. But it was just like one of those just random apps that's <clears> out there. And last but not least, we have. I think by far the the least dangerous of it, of all of these, is called the Zicada three three zero one. Zicada three three zero one. And so on January fourth of twenty twelve, an image was posted on 4chan slash b slash and x boards. The image contained a uh, a text challenging those who read it to find the message hidden within. Users were quickly able to find the message by opening the image in a text editor program. And from the and from there, the puzzle solvers uh, were led to clues after clue, including including physical signs that were posted in various cities across the world. After about a month, Zakata three three one announced that they have found the people that they were looking for. The organization would publish follow up puzzles in twenty thirteen and in twenty fourteen. As far as anyone outside of the organization knows, no one was able to fully complete the twenty fourteen puzzles. Which resolves around deciphering the liver premise, a quote unquote Straker book distributed by Cicada 3301, supposedly containing the final round of clues. Pub the, puzzles, the, puzzles, the puzzles published online after 2014 did not contain Cicada 3301's PGP signature and thus are not official follow ups. So basically, this group uh, under the name of Cicada 3301 posted this message. They said, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you to the road to us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, 3301. Now, unlike a normal puzzle, Cicada 3301 prepares the most unique and difficult types of clues that no individual could solve without proper knowledge 
about various important concepts of computer science. Oh. The types of clues and facts about Zakata 3301 are as follows. An image was given, and after the image and in-text only to editor WordPad, the participants realized that an encrypted message was given that had to be deciphered using the Caesar cipher decoding method. The clue later led to a URL. Some clues led to Mayan numerals, a confused mixture of letters, book codes, King Arthur and the Holy Grail, and images. After hmm. solving these clues, let, it, it led the participants to a phone number that directed them to the next clue where they were given an image with a couple of prime numbers hidden in it. Participants were asked to find the other two prime numbers, multiply those numbers together, and add a domain to it. The URL had led to a picture of, of a Zakata on the screen and a countdown that was set that would expire in three days. And after the three days countdown, the website revealed 14 GPS coordinates across the world of locations that included Warsaw, Seoul, Paris, Sydney, Hawaii, Miami, New Orleans, and Seattle. After visiting the locations of the given, given GPS coordinates, the participants found flyers taped to a streetlight with an image of the Zakata and a QR code. The QR codes after scanning uh, the the links to new URLs, which featured lines from the William Gibson poem, uh, Agrippa, a book of the dead. It led to oh. a Tor browser, and the clues led to the dark web as well. Fuck. And after a month of conducting an insanely complicated worldwide scavenger hunt, the creators of the Zakata 3301 left with the following message on 4chan. Psych. We have... <laughs> ha! Got him! <laughs> Sorry. Hmm? They said these nuts. <laughs> it, they actually said, we have now found the individuals we saw. Thus, our month-long journey ends. You are undoubtedly wondering, what is it that we we do? We are much like a think tank in that our primary focus is on researching and developing techniques to aid the ideas we advocate, liberty, privacy, and security. And that was it. And uh, you can also find us off the X of the 101. Deja vu. Free wings on Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Go ahead and hit that like button. And uh, use our discount code Achi for 10% off your next uh, weed pen <laughs> purchase. Yeah. And what was that called again? Zakata 3301. Zakata 3301. Fuck. Zakata and they were looking for people. They're apparently. apparently. Yeah. It's Illuminati. Yeah, people were saying, that's like, crazy. that's a theory that people were saying, like, what if this is, like, the fucking government? Like, like hidden in. Or what if it is Illuminati or something like that? But those are just theories. Now, if it were Illuminati, I would have gotten an invite. Man, shut your bitch <laughs> ass I would have gotten an invite to that <laughs> Discord. To that Discord. I know too much, bro. You know too much? I know too much, bro. Like what? Can't tell you. Soggy cookie? Your feeble little, your feeble little lizard brain won't be able to take it. Uh, now I got a fucking lizard brain, huh? Little monkey brain. <laughs> Call me monkey brain. Bro. He called you a monkey brain? Monkey brain. Hey, finger you, brother, real quick. Wow. Finger him to the air. What? Don't you ever see that ever again? <laughs> you sick fuck. Well, this next game we all heard about, it. we're very... It's, it's very close game. to us. Yeah, it's a very famous game. And we all heard about it. You can find it at 
any any store any fucking store nowadays the first store that i found this shit in target kb toys oh KB you're toys. right kb, KB toys. toys had it and if you're wondering what the fuck what game are we talking about you're not warning awesome, you know <laughs> yeah you know it's the Pokemon Blue. Blue. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking monopoly <laughs> it's pokemon crystal <laughs> the spirit finder they're, uh, edition they're um what are they called fucking gundam fingerings yeah fucking gunpla what it's, <laughs> you can it's, build it's wave rush 64 <laughs> it's Wave Rush 64. It's fucking Dreamcast. Jesus Christ. You know they actually remade yeah, the Star Wars game? The uh, Pottery? Pottery? Yeah, but yeah, they, they, yeah, it's in the yeah. Game Pass. I oh, think. Is, it, is it up now? I think it's in the Game Pass, yeah. What, what did you say? Yeah. Wave Rush 64? Yeah, Wave, Wave Rush 64. Isn't it Wave Racer? Yeah, isn't it Wave? Yeah. Go on with your fucking the, what, segment. Tell you about that racing boat <laughs> game. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, he knows a lot, huh? He knows too much. Yeah, bro. he knows too fucking much. I just didn't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you guys that one. Yeah. They're listening right there, like he's not the one. They're about to send that invite right now until they heard this shit. <laughs> delete, like, delete, 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 delete. So the widget board. Um, it's also known as a talking board or the spirit board. And for those who don't know how it looks or whatever, it's just a uh, flat board containing uh, the letters of the alphabet. English alphabet. No, the English alphabet. Numbers 0 through 9. All right. And it will have the words yes or no. And occasionally some boards will have a hello and goodbye, which is crucial, which I'll explain later in the rules. If you do decide to play this game, these are rule thumb rules that you need to follow. If not, some shit will happen to you and if or a random guest who is participating or around the participation or the activity, although their hands are not placed on it, but they still can be fucked and what happens to things that have been fucked they cannot get un exactly or and also you get the walmart exclusive that has a usb port so you can charge your phone while playing you're kidding oh. me no, yeah. really yeah. <laughs> while playing uh, uh the blue well challenge and uh other Fuck fun no. activities hey at the end we're going to talk about all the different variations of widgie boards that we have seen mm -hmm. god damn I i've only seen one really yeah i've only seen one like up close and personal that's all i've seen bro okay. yeah you got to go to the game board dial of any store. Yeah, well, I stay away from that. Psych. And <clears throat> and it also contains various other symbols and graphics, depending on the board you get. Mm -hmm. uh, and it also uses a planchet, which is that small little triangle heart-shaped oh, thing where you put like, your fingers and you hold and yeah. it will whatever it will spell out or whatever. Mm. So that's called a planchet. I did not know. And it's a mobile indicator to spell out the messages during the session, right? So whatever question you ask or or whatever, it will spell out what the answer of your question. Right, right. Now, again, uh, participants will place their fingers on the planchet, and it is moved about the board to spell out the words like I just stated. Now, let me give you a background story behind the Ouija board. Now... In the 18, late 1800s, there was a story between, uh, uh, they're called the Fox Sisters. Girls who lived upstate New York, uh, claiming to be the mediums between our world and the spirit world. And this was, um, I think after, I forgot what war, World War One. I, I think when people were desperate uh, to contact their lost loved ones, they were, they were like, we didn't say goodbye or yeah, yeah. any loss. Yeah, it's probably yeah. it's probably World War One. Yeah. Uh, okay. And yeah, because in the 1930s, that's when the whole flock of like mediums really took, took over the U.S. I have oh, a book shit. about it that I want to do an episode on. 
Oh. So, so these girls would claim they would be the mediums from our world yeah. and that spirit realm. Right. And people were desperate. People were like, yo, I want to contact so and so. I didn't say goodbye, whatever. So they would go to these famous girls, and which they were f- interpreting like mysterious knocks from the other side. And then that's how their story began. And it's mm. like, oh shit, these girls can talk to spirits. Mm. And the, the most famous stories between these sisters, the Fox sisters, uh, started, well, was based on. Um, a day in March in 1848. At their house, right? Yeah, at their house. Maggie Fox, 14, and Kate, the 11-year-old sister. Um, what? Yeah. Put it on with your story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they were chilling at their house, and one of the neighbors was passing by. And they were like, yo, come over here. We got something to show you. They're like, there's something weird and phenomenal happening in our house. Do you want to see it? And the girl being curious. Well, okay. Cool. So they go inside into the house. They were 14 and 11? Mm-hmm. But they knew this neighbor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they yeah, knew this neighbor. Yeah, yeah, they knew this neighbor. Okay. So every night around bedtime, they said that they heard a series of taps on the walls and furniture. And and they seemed to to be peculiar in the sense of it's trying to... Well, whatever the sound was or who was causing or what oh. thing was trying to communicate. They sounded like responsive knocks. Mm-hmm. It's like Morse code. No, not really. Well, well you'll see. There it is. So, they began. They're like, this thing will respond to it. Check this out. She said, count to five. She ordered whatever was causing it. And you would hear a roughly five heavy thumps. It'll be five. And then, count 15. And then you would hear the 15. And then 30. And it would just continue over and over again. And then it will ask, and then just the the sister will then ask, oh, how old is the neighbor's mom? Mm-hmm. Right? And it knocked 30 times. And you just hear, yeah, you hear grinding death metal fucking. Yeah, gravity blast. Gravity blast? Fuck. Excuse me, can you do that again? Trying to add it to my fucking new demo. And then the sisters ask the spirit. Are you an injured spirit? She continued. It manifests into three taps. The following day, the three girls were found decapitated in their room. What the fuck? Psych! No. Imagine that? No. No, no. Nothing happened. Okay. But that's that's technically the famous story between the Fox sisters. They actually ended up... Well, I don't know if you're going to continue with the Fox sisters. No, 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 no. no, But they actually... uh They ended up taking the show on the road with them. They became like world famous because and of this, this. Oh, because the spirit went along with them, and they will go yeah. to shows, and they'll be like, "This spirit will answer, ask any questions, and they'll answer you, yes or no questions only, mm-hmm. and answer questions only that you know first, so you know it's telling the truth." Mm-hmm. So the lady is like, "Do I have a daughter?" Obviously, the foxes just don't know. Mm-hmm. Do I have? Do I have a daughter? One yes, two no, and they'll not. It will always answer correctly. Right. So people were astounded. So these sisters got real famous. But they had to go to that that house. No, they they took it to a show. They just went. They're playing theaters. The spirit somehow followed oh, them, shit. and they took it around places. And um, spoiler alert: um, one toward when they got to their height, one of the sisters said, "Yeah, we're faking it. Like it's not real." So that disbanded the show or whatever. Uh, okay. And then that same sister on her deathbed said, "No, it was real. I was paid. They made me say it wasn't real because there were some higher powers that do not want." 
the regular people to know, and they wanted me to like just calm it all down. Yeah, that's what she said on deathbed. So to this day, we don't know if there were if it, if it was actually true or if it wasn't not or if it wasn't if it was true or if it wasn't or if it was just a big hoax. A big hoax. Yeah. One of the sisters, the one who didn't lie, the one who didn't say anything to the death to, to the day she died, she's like, no, it's real. It's a spirit. We never faked anything. It was just always real. The other sister was like. No, it's fake. And then again, like on the deathbed, she's like, yeah. no, it was real. They just paid me to say it wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Fox is doing. See, now, see, now I don't have to do the episode anymore. You guys know the whole story. You guys get a two for one. <laughs> you guys know the whole story. Yeah, the whole story <laughs> of the Fox sisters. Now, these were... Uh, here, let's, let's, let's fast forward to the early 1900s. Um... Let's start with his name, Charles Kennard. Who is Charles Kennard? Now, he was always, he was opportunist, man of business. Wasn't the luckiest, but he was a businessman. He was uh, the second child of a successful Delaware merchant. Kennard moved to Maryland's eastern shore in the late 1880s, right? After developing, uh, quote-unquote, secret bone mix recipes for fertilizer. Um... At the end, the whole his whole business franchise went shit, debt, other uh, uh, complications, competition, whatever. And his company was renting uh, the fourth floor of uh, of the building. Now, on the first floor, there was a man by the name of Reich, E.C. Reich, which kept an office on the first floor in that same building. He was known. He was known to be uh, a, a renowned furniture maker, furniture maker, and later on became the popular coffin maker, and then later turned into an undertaker. And this is why. So they were both so Kennard and uh, and Reich. They they would usually take smoke breaks or whatever, and they talked to each other, and they came to the conclusion that they both read. An article based on these talking mediums or talking boards. Although these boards were patent, they weren't uh, owned by a certain company. So Reich has opportunities. Hey, we can make this into a business. Hmm. So they did. So the Undertaker and Opportunist invented the only patent board game. Build as both a mystical oracle for communicating with the spirits and a wholesome amusement ever, fun fact, to outsell Monopoly in a given year. It outsells? Yeah, for that one year where when it started, when it, when started? It, started it outsold Monopoly, Monopoly, which is the most... Fuck Monopoly! <laughs> right now, <laughs> board game out there. It ends friendships. And this is just a brief, uh, brief, brief history on the Ouija board, on how it came. Mm-hmm. There's more stories and more information, history on before the Ouija board of spirituals, um, sp- um, spiritualists, and other accounts of you know mediums that uh-huh. will you know talk to the spirit world, right, right, and that. So as you're like, don't you don't need a medium? You got a board, exactly. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's move on to accounts, people's real life people's stories on their experience with the Ouija board. Do you guys know anybody who's fucked with the Ouija board? Yeah, I was. You fuck with it? No, no. I was gonna ask if you guys have ever. Oh, 
dealt or played or known someone who I played it once and nothing happened. It was in tenth. It was in tenth grade. We were in class. It was a substitute teacher. Someone brought a yeah, someone, someone brought a Ouija board. Only yeah. a fucking. What was, were you still in Linwood High? Yeah, I was in Linwood High. Yeah, I was in Linwood High. She was like this little goth chick. <laughs> she, she was hot. I was like, oh, so you want to play the Ouija board? I was like, oh, play with me. Goth girl? She was, and then she was, and then <laughs> how's her name? <laughs> and then she was like, you want to play? And I blacked out. I don't know what the hell she said. I was like, all right. And then, and then I'm being the Ouija board. <laughs> You want to play and then out here was the fucking distortion. Looking at her titties. Yeah, I'll play. <laughs> yeah, we ended, hey, up, you want to play? <laughs> we ended up playing in the back <laughs> of the room. And then the substitute teacher was this old Kenyan, like, oh, like, like, like substitute. Yeah. Dude. He walked to the back and like, what are you guys doing? And he walked to the back and saw what we were doing. Uh-huh. And then he just went back to his seat and just chilled. He was it's like, all like, these fucking satanic Americans. Oh, you're playing the widget board, right? Yeah, so we're, yeah. I, <laughs> he looks at me like, oh, I got one too. All right. Oh, you got the target edition. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I played it. Nothing happened. Yeah, our little th- our, our little thing wouldn't even float. Like I was, I was like, yeah. did you charge it? Did you charge it? <laughs> like, is it is no batteries or what the fuck's going on? Does it not have enough souls in it? The planchet? The, the isn't it supposed to move by itself? You mean so I, there was no answers? We couldn't move it. Yeah, like we could, we just couldn't do anything. Mm, yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is how they all were. And she's like, I don't know. I just, she's like, I, it wasn't hers. It was somebody that lent it to her. Yeah. Whatever. I just came back from Toys R Us. So I just got back from KB Toys. <laughs> yeah, so it was that. I've had two friends who played it. One of them says that she that they did play it, but they ended up talking to an old man, and the old man was like really nice to them. And every time, it, every time they would ask him a question, he he. This thing was annoying because he would thank them for asking thank him. You for asking questions. Yes, but he would have to be. Thank you for asking me this uh, question, and then he would answer, and they're like, oh, "Dude, just shut." Just we're done. We're we got time for this. Yeah. yeah, like we're done. We're done. So that that was one of the, that, that was a funny one. Another one, uh, they uh, this chick she played it twice. One of them she talked to like a dead relative, according to her. Yeah. Because the dead relative knew a bunch of shit that only they knew, and then the other time she ended up speaking to to, <laughs> to this demon or the spirit, this evil spirit or whatever. Yeah. But the spirit was just being a dick, and it just kept saying, "No, fuck you, no, no, no." And yeah. she was just like, "Man, fuck this," <laughs> and then just stopped <laughs> you know, playing. No, fuck you. We had, to spare, not a dick. we had an aunt who divorced one of my uncles. She played the living shit out of it. And shit went sideways for her, and she kept saying it was because of that. Yeah. So that's one. That's that's another one that we had to, I guess, as a personal experience with. Mm-hmm. But this was, we were, I was little. I don't think my brother was born yet when she when she played with it. Mm-hmm. But she played with this Ouija board. But I haven't heard this story. We got yeah after, after. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, not me. I don't fuck with that. No, shit. Cousins. I mean, we play like the fucking like I a can, paper thing. I can, I can like, see, mm. I can see Jackie and them playing it. They them getting, you know, them getting drunk, playing yeah. some Bad Bunny. One of them's like they're feeling good. I have the Ouija board, yeah. and they all start playing it, and then they end up speaking to the real Undertaker, and they get uh, freaked out. No, like a, a while back, one of Jackie's exes, um, he made like a paper one or whatever, and yeah. so we, we played it in the garage, and it was just me and the dude. Because he was like, you want to play a fucking, you know, scary-ass game? I'm like, I'm fucking scared. Let's play this fucking game. Bro, I think you want to fuck you. Yeah, sh- <laughs> you want to play a game? Nah, think about it. I can figure <laughs> it to the sky. And so we freaking, we're, we're doing this, the fucking paper version of that game. And all of a sudden, the dude fucking freaks out. He's like, oh, my gosh. Because my, my aunt had, like, little, like, porcelain figurines that were there. And he's like, he's like, fuck, the fucking doll's moving. He's looking at me. And just fucking dip. And I looked. I'm like. 
And I was just scared because he just looked scared. But I looked at the dog. It wasn't fucking moving or anything. Oh, he was high as fuck. fuck. And, and so, it was blown. And so I just fucking walked out. And I was just, like, complaining to Jackie. I'm like, man, fucking. Jackie, your man's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, <laughs> your dude's fucking. He's scared as shit. He's a buster. He's scared himself. You better, you better talk to that boy. <laughs> you better That's talk your boy? To that, you better talk to that man. Have right. you had any? No. No. I, I'm almost positive. I'm almost, I'm like 90% positive that our friend Enrique has played it. I think he's one of them. Enrique? Yeah. Kike. Kike? He, he's one of those guys. Like, he'll play like, fuck like, he's dead. He's like, I'll fuck him up. I'll, I'll fuck him whatever. I'll fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck him a ghost. Yeah. He will protect you till the ends of the earth. He's like one of our closest friends. He's nice, you know. And he's down to fight. Like, at a drop of a hat. Like he, I've seen him drunk and fight fire hydrants and win. Like this, <laughs> dude, like, how, how did he win? He's just strong. He's just strong. He's dude. just like stupid strong. Like how are you this strong? When like, that saying your big bone, he he is like he's made out of like like dude fuck concrete, you. dude. Yeah, and the thing is, he's a he's one of those physical friends. Every time he sees you, he hugs you and he's yeah. always trying to touch. you. And then when he's drunk, he gets a little rough. Yeah. Like, dude. Like, he. <laughs> Stop. I, I, I can picture him being like, yeah, I'll play the Ouija board. I'll fuck it up anyways. Like, I can picture him, like, if he gets something happens, we just punch the Ouija board and the break fu- in half. The fucking spirits of the Ouija board, they have a meeting. They're like, picture of, a, of Kiki up there. This guy is do bad. not join do session. Not, do not if interact. <laughs> if, if this guy is trying to contact you, please <laughs> do not interact. Just play Go dead. Go on to the next board. Play dead. Not worth your time. <laughs> he harasses you. <laughs> he will. He will. He talk will to fight the man- you. Talk to the manager. Speak to your manager if he comes into the lobby. <laughs> We've told him not to come here plenty of times, but he won't listen. Sorry, Kike. He listens to the show. Before he says my name. Well, here are other accounts all around the internet, Reddit, any other sources mm. that you can think of. So I just round up uh, a couple of stories for you. The top. Yeah, some are interesting. Some are just plain. Okay, there's nothing too serious. Some, some are, are interesting. Some are like, eh. Yeah, some are eh. But uh, let's get started. The first one is um, the story of a girl named Abby. Abby was in her room one night after playing the Ouija board earlier that day. As she was getting ready for bed, her computer screen changed from black to blue. It turned on all by itself. Or her hard drive went shit. That's what happened to my computer two oh, weeks ago. It did. <laughs> it went from black to blue. So then she turned the computer off. Again, suddenly, the computer clicked itself back to life. Anxious, Abby unplugged the computer completely. And then, a few minutes later, the unpowered computer started back up again. Freaked her out. She buried the Ouija board in her backyard that same night. Why would she bury the fucking? Uh, why would she bury the goddamn board? Why? I don't know. If is, she... is there? Is that a way to get rid of a spirit? No. no. The Ouija board. You know the game Jumanji. Mm-hmm. It took some cues from the game you, the Ouija from, board, where you can't the... get rid of it. The only way you can get rid of it is by. Giving it to someone who was willingly a was willingly down to take it. To take it. Here, do you want this Ouija board? Yes, I do. 
then then it's no longer then you can, then it's not it's like off your hands. Yeah. Other than that, you can try breaking it, burning it, throwing it away. You can fucking go to Colorado or vacation, leave it there, and on the when you get home, it's sitting in your bed. Like mm. it's one of those things. Yeah. So that's that meh type of story. Not so scary, but still kind of creepy. What what's even weirder is she's scared shitless of a computer turning on. She's like, you know what? I have this good idea. Let me go in the middle of the night, bury this fucking demon board, and dig a hole in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not in my house anymore. It's just it's outside. Demon's like, let me in. It's cold. <laughs> the fucking Ouija board has anxiety separation. And I need to be near you. Then we have the next story. And it goes like this. I was about 12 or 13 spending the night at a friend's house, goofing around with the Ouija board with him and his sister. We were getting all sorts of gibberish words spelled out, just kind of scaring ourselves for fun, not taking it very seriously. Then we got the message, I can see you through the window. And then I can see you through his eyes or something, something like that. <clears throat> there were just a small... There were just a small window in the basement room where we were, and just the backyard and the woods past the driveway visible through that window. We asked it more questions, and it said, I'm under the car. So we somehow got up. We got up the nerve to go out and with a flashlight and appear under the car, and we peer under the car where we saw a huge black stray cat hissing. We ran inside freaking out. And at that exact moment, the power failed, and all the lights in the house went out. We just, we actually shit ourselves. For a few, min- few minutes later, the power came back, and we sat up until dawn that night scared, and never played with the board again. We were getting these weird words that weren't making sense. What were they? Uh, we wrote it down and said, Ia, Ia, Cthulhu, Fatahim? <laughs> Bitch, you were talking to the old you were talking to an elder one. Next up we got another story. And it goes like this. When I was little, my mom took out a Ouija board and asked my brother and I if we like to what play with it. Fuck? First of all, if your mom comes out with the Ouija board, <laughs> your mom don't like you. <laughs> Let me fuck with my children's. I'm tired of these motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys want to play a game, honey? <laughs> it's real fun. How do I get rid of them? How do I get rid of them? You I'll give them to spirits. <laughs> give I'll to give spirits. them to the other realm. That should do it. Dad don't want them. I hope the spirits my, want them. My, my grandparents grandparents don't want them. I don't want them. I don't want them. Hey, kids, you want to talk to Goku? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, you can talk to Goku. Really? Yeah, here, play this game. Super Saiyan Goku? He'll give you the spirit bomb for sure. So it started out pretty funny. Someone was obviously moving the glass thing, which they meant the the planchet. The glass thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the glass thing. Ours was wooden. Make that's probably it. why it didn't work. Every, nah. Our whole board was wooden. I mean, that's technically... Sounds more authentic. Yeah. So making words like poop and stuff like that. Now, did I mention we were young enough for that to be hilarious? Fucking, I'm fucking 30 and I die laughing if I <laughs> try to talk to a demon and just kill the poop. But then my mom said, let's get serious and try to contact someone. Hey, stop fucking around. 
I'm fucking around and actually speak to demons, goddammit. Here's where it gets weird. A friend of hers had recently gone missing. He'd been missing for a month or so, and nobody knew where he was. When we asked who it was we're talking to, his name was spelled out. Let's just say it was George, since I generally don't remember. When we asked George if he was my mom's friend, he responded with yes. He responded with quotations, like friend. Yes. Yeah, of course. My mom got visibly upset and asked where he was. And he responded, in a lake. <laughs> it was extremely upsetting, and we stopped immediately. My mom tried to be lighthearted about it, and since I was young, I believed it, that it was no big deal as well, following her lead. About two weeks later, they found George's body. He'd been hit by some car or train or something on the bridge, and his body fell into the nearby lake. Though it was more like a very large pond, it was a reasonably remote place, so nobody had found it for a while. Damn, that's a fucked up way of uh, finding out. Finding out your Wait, friend what got to your friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you wanted to get serious? Well, there you go. We see, we were just trying to speak. We were just trying to talk to Goku. We we're going back and forth with some poop jokes, and there, there you go, mom. Your friend's dead. I hope you're happy. <laughs> hope you're happy. I didn't get to talk to Goku. He didn't. I didn't get to ask Goku how the fuck he does the instant transmission. You happy now? Your friend's dead, mom. Thank you. Do you know how useful that would be? Mom's like, stop playing games. Just board game. <laughs> get serious. Next story goes like this. In high school, a couple of friends, my friend's mom and myself were talking about a local building in which they, uh, a local building being haunted. And in this building, they sold soil conditioners that sold dirt, bark, and other landscaping goods rumored to be the location of a murder years before. The mom worked there, so we decided to break out the board and give it a shot. So we played the Ouija board there. I had never used one before, so I was skeptical from the jump. The place is essentially a large warehouse with tall metal racks, think of Costco or Home Depot, stacked with bags of dirt, manure, bark, and other things like large ceramic flower pots. The board was glow in the dark, so we kept all the lights off. So once we got it started moving around, and I was freaking out already. We asked if something was there to let us know. And there was a loud bang that seemed to come from the rafters on the other side of the warehouse. Every question that followed was met with a similar bang from a various location in the warehouse. Sometimes close, and sometimes far. The last question asked was if it meant us harm and the thing already on the no did not move so he was talking about the planchet that was on the board it just stood on no no the question was repeated and immediately followed by the closest noise yet it seemed like it was right on top of us so we decided to get out as we were rushing out we flipped on our flashlights and saw one or two large pots fall from the racks and heard what we would later find to be 40 pound bags of bark dropping to the ground i like how the friends went back and he didn't yeah (laughs) yeah well one of his moms his friend's mom all worked there there. yeah worked there so i'm pretty sure he went i pretty much believe in ghosts now and slept with the lights on for weeks 
And last but not least, the final story. When I was in my first year of, of, of the university, we started playing with a homemade Ouija. The Ouija board, there were like five of us there. We contacted some spirit whose name I'm glad to have forgotten as we were talking to it. The doorbell rang and one of my friends had to go as her dad was there to pick her up. We didn't quote unquote close the session by saying goodbye to the spirit as we had no clue and just threw the paper away. Oh yeah. And that is crucial. Now the girl that had to leave early started acting strange and didn't hang out with the rest of us as much. A few months after she told us she went to get a quote unquote cleansing as she wasn't feeling like herself and told us that the moment she stepped in the door, the witch lady that was going to cleanse her totally freaked out and told her she had a spirit with her and used the very same name that we had seen on the Ouija board that many um, months before. She told my friend that the spirit was following her as we didn't close the session and attempted to cleanse her without any success. She tried to commit suicide about three times after this, dropped the university and went to live somewhere else. So I've lost touch with her. That's not good. Nah, that's not good at all. That's not, that's not a good ending for her. And she couldn't for- get cleansed. Yeah. And to top off this last segment, if you are deciding to play this game if with you, friends. If you, yeah, if you're not listening to any of the fucking warnings, any of the stories you've been hearing, mm-hmm, and you still want to give it a whirl, well, here are some rules to the Ouija board. All right, number one, never use it alone. You could if you really wanted, but it's best not to. Provided you believe you're connected to spirits, it's a better idea to call them with a group as it provides a grounding effect. Oh, I thought, so just in case it is going to connect to somebody, it's not you. It's not you. It's the person. Mm-hmm. You know what to say? Better you than me. Get, get some friendly fire going. <laughs> Collateral damage. Collateral like, hey, damage. Man, that's what happens in war. <laughs> Number two, use it in a dark and quiet place. One, because it's more spooky that way. And also, it creates a quiet canvas for the spirit to enter. So turn off the TV and even if, and even your phones. It's important to set the mood and get rid of any distraction. Number three, don't use it in a graveyard. Using a Ouija board in a graveyard is like trying to have a conversation with a million strangers trying to butt into your conversation. When communicating with the spirit, this is one discussion you really don't want to be interrupted. Your bedroom and living room are great places to have this spooky dialogue Fuck because that. there are fewer random spirits roaming around. So don't use this in the graveyard if you want a great conversation with spirit. Number four, it's polite to ask the spirit to introduce themselves. That's why having the hello marker is crucial hey son who the fuck are you granted it's not it's not a necessity but still it's helpful to know you're speaking to someone you have a connection with or just an ordinary joe spare who might not have the best of intentions for you number five only the leader can ask questions 
It just makes things easier and doesn't overwhelm the spare with tons of scattered energy. It's also considered good form if the leader doesn't ask silly questions or openly doubt the power of the board. So you have to believe in it. And don't ask dumb questions. I'm looking at Those you. Those are the only questions I know how to ask. Mm, dumb as fuck. For example, refrain from asking what will I eat tonight for dinner or saying I don't really believe in this but whatever. This creates low energy and will probably piss off the spirit. Hey, Mr. Spirit, dude. I'm going to eat later. I don't know where to go. Pizza Hut or Domino's? <laughs> Papa John's. You're right. <laughs> spirit just gets so angry. You're like, the board breaks. <laughs> he gets frustrated with you. He snaps the board. Yeah. He says goodbye. <laughs> Number six. Not late. Not late. You ask him a question and the fucking oh, he answers OMG. Oh my god. <laughs> SMH. It says you again. SMB. <laughs> she says fuck. So number six. Assign someone to write down the answers. After all, you can't expect to remember everything the spirit tells you. It can get pretty confusing when the planchette is pointing towards multiple letters at a fast pace. You might miss a word or two. Number seven, always end the session with goodbye. Whether the spirit does it on their own or you've had enough and want to leave the conversation, always exit by pointing the planchet towards goodbye. It makes it official. I hate the night. <laughs> none of that? No, none of that. Which explains why some of them have, some a, of them have that lingering spirit on them still. So, if you buy a Ouija board on Target, and if it doesn't have the the hello or goodbye, could you technically turn around and sue Target for saying, hey, you sold me something on purpose that you knew was going to get me fucking haunted? Could that be your thing? Anybody listening, you're a lawyer, contact me. Because if, <laughs> if so, so I got a proposition for you. Okay. I, I pictured uh, Kramer's uh, lawyer. I'm thinking of those. From Seinfeld? I'm thinking of Charlie's uncle. Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sunny. The one with the little hands. The, with the, with the, he's so insecure about his little hands. And number eight. God, when in dude, doubt. There's a lot of rules for this fucking Ouija yeah. board. And, and number eight. When in doubt, listen to your gut. Why do you think people throw it away? Don't like the vibes of the spirit? Don't be afraid to say goodbye. Remember, you're truly in charge of the board, not the spirit. Conquer your inner bitch. Nice. Damn, you don't like the vibes? Hey, son, I don't appreciate like he's answering you. I, and you just stop and you're like, hey, no, 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 no. hey, with the Ouija board, I forgot. Are you supposed to spell out the question? No, right? No. You just ask it? Yeah, so the leader will ask it. The fucking board is moving and you just, with your other hand, you just tap tap your hand. You know what? I'm not liking the vibes of this dude. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Just like, goodbye. And last but not least. You hear what? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> sage the room. Last but not least, sage the room after you're done. Using sage incense around the room is a great way to clear the energy of the space of any unwanted, lingering energies from the other world. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the rules that you must follow if you don't want to get fucked. Try, but try not to oh, on. while playing. The Ouija board. Try not to use white sage because we're running out of white sage. Mm. Are we? Yeah. Really? The supply is like almost done. What? Yeah. 
So try to try to use any other sage. You know, chill, chill. Twenty twenty one. All you, you know, all all you, you know, homebody witches. Stay away from the white sage just for twenty twenty one. You know, just enough to we could accrue it back up. Because <laughs> you know, all these fucking H and M witch. Witchy H and M, yeah, like you could buy white sage at like some of these stores. Really? Yeah, like th- like the whole witchy things like in now, so that you could buy necklaces and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, so you know, chill out on the white sage. You know what's funny? I've been to so many Air- Airbnbs that have sage in there. I'm telling you. Oh yeah, it's for the bad vibes, bro. Now are they or I? I just happen to go into a lot of freaking homes that people play the fucking Ouija board in or something. Maybe. Or they know a bunch of energies are going in and out of the house. So you want to cleanse it for the next pieces of shits like yourself. <laughs> you know? Respect. But yeah, that's the Ouija before you. The Ouija board. The last time I, I, I was in Target, I saw the fucking Stranger Things version of the Ouija board. No, really? Yeah, And bro. you bought it. I and you wanted, brought it. I wanted to. And we're playing it right now I live. I wanted to. But I'm like, who's the one who was answering the questions? Was it 11? What do you mean? Oh, well, I didn't watch. Well, she, she's the one that that like reaches out to to the upside down. No, but it's season one. Who's the one who's answering the questions? All behind. Yeah, I remember the mom. She's the oh, one who Will. likes. Is it Will? Yeah, it's Will. Yeah, because he was in the. Oh, he was in the upside down, right? Yeah. yeah. So, do you think you buy the witchy board? No, actually, no, because Will's not a real person. I'm stupid. Ignore <laughs> 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 me. Hence why he didn't get the fucking invite. <laughs> I know things, son. You know, they're, they're, it doesn't make you smart. They're I thinking, never said I was. They're thinking about it again. They're like, you know what? Let's give him a chance. And the whole point. <laughs> they heard it again. They're like, no, we made the yeah. right decision. That's why whoever can answer that riddle that they fucking, that process of computer science. Yeah. It's okay. They were in. Zero one. He wasn't going to fucking do it. Nah, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I had to, I had to cheat when I was trying to play the Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> I was you trying can't to. Cheat? I couldn't even do that. I couldn't even do the fucking. You got the virtual the Reggie guide rock, or what? The, the, the Reggie Rock riddles. I couldn't get in the fucking yeah, yeah. In the temples. Yeah. I had to cheat. I had to go online, and find out what the fuck that I needed a fucking fart. I need a thunderstone or some bullshit for me to. I just found the the player's guide for uh, Fire Red. Shut the cream. fuck yeah, the up. Yeah, the player's guide? The player's guide in there. Shut the fuck up. I found it. I was no, like, shut the a- fuck up. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. That's it for me. How, old, how, th- how thick is that book? It's really not that thick. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember them being. Players guys should be thick as the fuck. The Zelda and other uh, fucking. Oh, yeah, those, 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 those were Zelda? Those, those were Bibles. Those, those were Britannicas, bro. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, like, like three chapters for just like the first few steps of the game. Fuck, man. But yeah, that's um, deadly games for you guys. That's a lot of shit for you guys. It's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of shit for you guys not to do, or you know, especially right now that a lot of us are kind of bored and have more time than we think we do. Don't do it. Don't Indoors. Yes. Yeah, no, four do walls, four corners. Fuck no, fuck no. Y'all curious fucks? Don't do it. You try to finger someone up in the air. <laughs> what about man? If what you about, that's on what you, bro. Whatever our listeners is like, yeah, did that last night. Huh. Was, yeah, look, if you had consent, finger in all you want, you know, as long as it's consensual, you're good. But um, yeah, that's today's uh, episode, Dangerous Games. Mm-hmm. This was uh, kind of scary to look up. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But luckily, I have I I outsourced my I outsourced my sources. Uh, it was a book, literally called Dangerous Games to Play in the Dark, and it's a guide to summoning spirits, divining the future. And invoking the supernatural by Lucia Peters. It's this small little book. 
Mm. It's probably like 200 pages. It's small. It is wonderfully gothic in case you just need more books that look scary. It's a black book with fucking red with uh, what do you call this binding? What do you call the pages? It's, uh, what's that binding? No, the binding is the inside. What's well, the pages are painted red on from the outside, so yeah. the book is black and red. Cool little art, as little pictures, and you know, nice. So just go ahead, check out the show episode show notes. If you guys want to check out the book, the book wasn't expensive, 10, 11 bucks, I think. It's a good little read. Tells you a bunch of shit not to do, but you know, knowing you know, knowing you guys, you're just gonna do it. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are, and if you guys. Do not listen to us. Please. Please record yourself doing this. I would love <laughs> to see this shit. <laughs> Remember, we said do not do it. We, you know, we gave you guys a warning. Don't do it. But if you do, let me see. <laughs> Shoot to DMs, bro. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind saying some, I wouldn't mind saying some creepy S- shit. Slide to DMs. Yeah. Or, or upload it to TikTok and you know, just send it to me. <laughs> tag us. Yeah, just tag us. Um... So yeah, it was a fun ass read. Achi, welcome back. It was nice having you back. It, it was you know, right. you know what's funny is that before this time, it's been a while before I came back. Also, was it? Yeah. Well, stop going away. Stop getting sick. You got sick. He got sick first. I've been sick. Yeah, he he stayed sick since like 2019. <laughs> I was sick. Gee. I'm sick of this. I- uh, <laughs> so, uh, you don't have anything else to add. As always, just go to our Instagram, Weird History, Eretos Pod, rate and review us. All that links on the episode show notes. Again, Dangerous Games to Play in the Dark by Lucia Peters. That's going to be also on the episode show notes. Um, please, if you are if you are a listener, and I've said it a hundred times, and I'll say it a hundred more times, if you guys have topics that you guys want us to ruin for you, please do not hesitate and DM us. We have people DMing us, us to cover certain topics. Last week's, that was a certain topic. The the vigilante one and the uh, the fucking Jack the Ripper dude who jumps. I forgot Spring, his name. Spring Hill Jack. Spring Hill Jack. That was another you know, recommendation. The fucking dude <laughs> while singing with his two fingers. The, the jumping fucking line. dude. The little boy boy. Yeah. And keyword if ruined. <laughs> so if you want us to ruin something, we'll do yeah. it. We will gladly, we will proudly ruin that precious topic. Um, I liked it better when I was doing it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you guys don't have anything else to add, um, thank you guys. And as always, we are the Weird History he Retails Pod. Consensual fingering. Consensual fingering. All right, we get it. Oh no. <laughs>